This week, Vinny and I are in quarantine on If I Was a Betting Man! Vinny, how you doing, buddy? Oh, man, things are going to get weird, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by here? You mean on this planet? <laughs> I mean, yes, definitely on this planet, definitely in my room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, things, things, are, uh, things are going crazy. Uh, so today I, I walked, I, I sent you the photo of me in the, in the field and stuff of myself. It's very easy, right. but also I was on Atlantic Avenue, and who's right in front of me? On her phone, just standing there, Kerry Russell. Really? Yes. And all I wanted to do was to go up to Kerry Russell and talk to her, but I was so afraid of the six-foot rule. Like, not even, not that I was afraid for Kerry Russell, for, for me to Kerry Russell. I was afraid of Kerry Russell to me. Right. Oh, you were afraid that she was contagious? She might be contagious. She travels all over the world. <laughs> Does she? She shoots every show in my neighborhood. In our neighborhood. I know, but I mean, she, she was just in Star Wars, right? She had to be traveling. I guess, I guess that's true. She was probably in, in England for Star Wars. But that was filmed a couple so, years ago. I don't know. I feel like you probably made the right choice in not harassing poor Carrie Russell on the street today. But I wanted to tell her, I mean, Eight Days a Week is one of my favorite movies. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. So Eight Days a Week is, one, is I think, her first movie, her first, first, first thing she ever did. It's about a guy who... He was in love with her, right, in high, from high school, and uh, he decides to sit in front of a house for, I believe, 30 oh, wow. days until she'll go out with him. So a movie that would never get made <laughs> now. I mean, and, I, and listen, when I was 18, I tried that, and I wound up in jail. Can you believe that? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can believe it. This is the short answer. How are you how are you doing? How's how's it going so far for you? I'm fine. Honestly, very little has changed except for um, you know the the lines and the chaos at the grocery store and uh, the uh, people feeling inclined to send me uh, text memes that feature male genitalia. That seems to really be on an uptick in the. Uh, <laughs> Pandemic. If you know, you know. <laughs> In the pandemic era, but yeah, uh, no, I mean, I I'm still going to work. Uh, I mean, the main the main difference is my girlfriend is not, so she's at home all day, just rifling through my stuff. <laughs> so, so, so Maddie and I were both laid off. <laughs> no, she's working from home. I mean, you. Oh, she's working from home. Yeah, you have the toughest thing as a bartender. You can't bartend from home. No, I cannot. I cannot. But I will be taking bets from home, and uh, I will be ha sending videos to people. Oh, good idea. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm starting a bath time with Vinny. Right, and you're gonna by you mean by sending that to people. You mean you're gonna you're gonna start like a webcam channel. Yes, I am. In which a live. Hold on. So let's let's get to. We've talked about this briefly, but uh, let's let's talk about it for a second. So the the concept of this channel is you are in the tub. Yeah. And what are you going to be doing in there? I'm just going to be taking a bath because you know I'm dirty from the coronavirus, <laughs> and I got to clean it off. You got to. And for two dollars, for two dollars a minute, you know, for two dollars to join, you could watch me clean off that uh, coronavirus. Uh huh. And you think yeah, that I, that people are going to pay money for this? I do. 
Right. I think people will pay money for anything, John. <laughs> well, I won't. I won't be subscribing. Uh, <laughs> let me just. Let me just ask your you. Thing, your, your thing is in a straight question mark curious boy who's dirty with sin slash coronavirus. Right. Well, <laughs> okay. Uh, still not interested. But the the. Let me just ask a quick question. Lots of suds or just. Just warm water, just lukewarm water. I think it depends on the day. Some will have suds. When I run out of suds, it'll be warm water. Right. All right. Gross. Let, honestly, you know what we can do though. We can we can put up when you whenever you get this thing off the ground. We can put the link on the uh, on the podcast just so we can sort of cross pollinate these things. And we, uh, we can. We can get we can get both fan bases <laughs> in play. <laughs> <laughs> what's curious man is like this is the first time you're gonna curious it's the first time in my life that i'm not in my mother's house and i actually have a stocked fridge really you have a stocked yeah. fridge like stocked like fully stocked like i've never seen that since i moved back to brooklyn yeah i mean i think we all got scared into stocking our refrigerators right i went to the store oh. and bought enough food for two weeks and most of it is still in my refrigerator what are what were the choices of your fridge? Well, right now I made a corned beef for St. Patrick's Day. I've got a full brisket that I uh, I brined it for seven days, and then I sous vide cooked it for two days, and we've been eating it since Sunday, and it is uh, really good. Um, and what else did I do? I roasted a chicken. I've got I've got a Half a chicken, I've got a half a brisket, I've got, uh, I don't know, five pounds of butter. <laughs> uh, I have a lot of butter. I mean, I, I don't, I, I, it turns out I didn't make the best choices for like actual meals and I was more like, oh, uh, I want a huge chunk of beef and then, um, I don't know, like two red peppers, like a bunch of stuff that doesn't make any sense. I, well, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I have ten boxes of macaroni. Oh my god! Like mac and cheese, like Easy Mac? No, no, like like Del Seco. Oh, like pasta. Seco. Like pasta. Yes. Sorry, I do have some Velveeta just in case. Uh huh. I have uh, Rice Krispies. I have a lot of Quaker oats. Wow. I have about ten cans of spinach, ten cans of peas, ten cans of corn. Wow. Uh, 20 cans of assorted soups. I have seven Pedialytes. Seven, huh? Yeah, just in case. And four boxes of Eggo waffles. Just in... you got to treat yourself. Well, that's nice, the Eggo waffles. What kind of syrup are you putting on those things? Oh, Aunt Jemima. Oh, that's gross. Uh... Oh, oh, what's your problem? Aunt Jemima is the greatest syrup of all time. No, see, I grew up in uh, the the north the the great white north of upstate new york and my great uncle wayne had a tree farm so i i can only have the, pure, the the good stuff the stuff that came right out of the tree that aunt jemima stuff i can't even it's disgusting aunt jemima is definitely better than that tree stuff uh, you're out of your mind you don't know what you're talking about one sip of pure upstate new york maple syrup would blow your mind it's delicious uh, I'm on the fence on that. I don't think so. I, I honestly, I, I, I'm ready to put uh, 
even shitty uh, upstate New York maple syrup up against Aunt Jemima's any day of the week. You don't know what you're missing. This is good stuff. So, so listen, how, how, how much do you think, in a weird way, the NFL is loving that there's a quarantine right now, and well, the only thing that people have is the NFL and their signings? I mean, that's the <laughs> thing, is the NFL is cashing in on this right now like crazy. It's been a crazy day. Uh, like I think even if Tom Brady thought maybe he was going to go back to the Patriots, the NFL was like, no. <laughs> yeah, right. They blocked it. They, yeah, like, like listen, <laughs> guys, Tom has to go somewhere else. I heard. I've <laughs> heard sports of sports talk radio needs it. ESPN needs it. This gives them two weeks. They can talk about this every minute. I mean, it is crazy. And so today, uh, for for the listener, we're we're recording this on the night of Tuesday, March seventeenth. This morning, Tom Brady announced on Instagram that he was not going to be returning to the Patriots. And then tonight, about an hour and a half ago, uh, he has purportedly signed with uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which is maybe the least likely place of all teams in the league. Like, I never thought that. Now it looks like less like a uh, um, you know a move by design, and more like what Brett Favre was doing at the end of his career, which is go anywhere where you can. You know, get a contract. I mean, oh, see, I, I disagree with you a little because I, I mean, I understand think, why so because you, he's going into a good situation in Tampa Bay. He's got great receivers, uh, decent line, and he's got a coach that's won before. I don't know how Bruce Arians and Tom are going to get along necessarily because Bruce Arians yeah. and Bill Belichick are opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah, a hundred percent. But. Uh, what do you think? Do you think they're going to be good? You think that this is a Super Bowl caliber team? With Tom Brady, I I think so, man. I mean, look at that defense at Young. The only problem they have is they have to fucking do something with that offensive line real quick and the cornerbacks. But if they could if they could loosen those ends, I mean, that front seven is a monster. Absolutely. Uh, and I think you know, I think for Brady, there it was a few things involved. I think if he was going to lead the Patriots. I think it was very important to him that the only way he would ever see the Patriots for the most part is like, you know, in the Super Bowl. Right. I think he didn't want to go to a rival to right. make it, you know, so he's not, it's not like he signed with the Colts. He signed with a team that it's going to be like, okay, he left. It was time for him to leave, but he wasn't trying to like come after us like far wound up dealing with the Vikings. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and I bet you Brady must have liked what he heard. And I think from Colin Coward said today that uh, Brady, like Brady was almost, let's say, 95% still going back to the Patriots. And then when he saw these trades of DeAndre Hopkins and uh, Diggs, uh-huh. that he just he flipped out that the Patriots weren't going after the receivers. And that's really? why he decided to go to Bucks. Yes, that's what Coward said today. And that was—he said is, that he heard that, or he was—he said from yes, saucers, saucers, not close to the Patriots, close to Tom Brady. Said that Brady was really pissed. Like it was very important to Brady that if whatever team he was going to, he wanted a top-flight wide receiver. Right. And he has that with right. the. I think last year really upset Brady. And, you know, he loves Edelman, but he really did need another receiver last year. And I think he feels with the right receiving core, he's still a top five quarterback, you know? Right. And I can't – I'm not going to doubt Tom Brady. No. Uh, you know, someone 
was it who? Uh, well, he had, he had Antonio you, Brown you at the beginning of the year, and yeah, he did. And it it seemed like that was going to be a great situation for them. It seemed like you know they had one game where I mean limited number of snaps, and it seemed like well this is going to be a nightmare situation for everyone else in the league. But obviously it didn't work out because Antonio Brown is Antonio Brown. But what were you going to say? Uh, was it was who said something about was it you who said something about the Saints? No. Okay, so I had a friend say something like, oh, why would he go in the same division as the Saints? I was like, well, I mean, Tom Brady thinks if he's on the right team, he could beat anybody. <laughs> yeah, no, that's definitely you know, true. And I think, listen, I'm sure his wife played a factor in wanting to be somewhere where the weather was a little nicer. I'm Ugh. sure. You ever been to Tampa I'm Bay? Sure, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not the greatest place, but no. it's better than fucking... It's better than Foxborough. No, I agree. Well, yeah, it's better than Massachusetts for sure. Yeah, and I just think you know, I think he just wanted a challenge. I'm curious to see who's gonna. Who do you think? I mean, this is now the the million dollar question. Who do, who's Belichick gonna take? Well, I think that it's probably gonna be. Uh, I, I bet he. I bet they signed Brissett to a one year deal. They like that kid that uh, it was back up to Brady. You know. Boston Sports Radio talks about that kid like he's ready to go, which, you know, we've never seen him before, so there's no chance that he actually is. Um, You don't think Bill goes after Winston? I mean, I feel like, no, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I don't think he's going to be able to turn him around in time. What about Cam Newton? I don't think so either, just because of the, the injury history. I mean, maybe he could get him at a real discounted rate. But I thought that the match was was uh, Teddy Bridgewater, but he's going to the Panthers. And now, oh, Bridgewater signed with the Panthers. I don't think it's set in stone yet, but it's been tweeted that he is finalizing the deal to go to. And Carolina. do you think there's do you think there's any chance Jimmy G leaves the 49ers to go back to the Patriots? Not now. If maybe if they got Brady, but there's no chance of okay. it now because he's a he's a quarterback that got a team to a Super Bowl. Um, even though, you know, he, especially in the postseason, played a small role on that team. Um, yeah. I think that there's no chance. Who who are they going to get that's better? Who are the 49ers going to get that's better? I don't know. But it's, it's, oh, I thought Jimmy G was a, a free agent that he could have won anyway. He's a restricted? Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. So then, yeah, the 49ers are going to lock him up. It's done. There's no way. He's He's there. Yeah. Um, no, there's not a lot of options. I think it's got to be Brissett, which is disgusting. I mean, it's just funny. Like, we're just, I mean, John, what are we going to do if we have locked in our houses with no sports? Like, what, what's, we're already, we're already doing it. So this is sort of, this is what, this is what sort of we were envisioning when we were, when we decided to record this, the episode of this, because it's like, you know, what have you been doing? Like, you know, one of the questions I wanted to ask you is, when you were a kid and you were homesick, right? Uh-huh. Did you have a ritual? Did you have like a, uh, you know, you got up, you watched uh, maybe Regis and uh, Kelly or Kathy Lee, depending on Kathy how old you are. Yeah, Kathy Lee, me too. <laughs> and then uh, transition. You know, I used to go to that show. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Really? Well, Regis Kathy Lee was my favorite and my, my next door neighbor, her... Her, friend, her, her like cousin worked on the show, so we always got free tickets. 
I think it's free for everyone. Well, sorry, we always got front row. <laughs> like we, we didn't really? have to wait on the line. Front row. Yeah. Yeah. So when uh, you know when they call when they would call people on the phone and they would be like and pick a number between one and seventy five. My aunt Phyllis won. Really, your aunt Phyllis won. Well, my my aunt Phyllis won. Uh, in nineteen ninety eight, we went and she won, and it took her three years to get the prize. Really, that shit is bullshit. Oh yeah, those anytime people win those prizes. It's bullshit. <laughs> was it? What was it? Like a, a washing machine or something? It was a brand. It was a brand new. Uh, I think uh, I'd have to look at the video again, but I'm almost sure she won. Uh, uh, what the fuck? Uh, a dining set. A dining set. It was April fifteenth, nineteen ninety nine. It was tax day. Wow. And yeah. she didn't get it. So did she get a three year old dining set? In 2002? <laughs> I, I got, 2002. I got to see uh, my day there. They filmed two shows because they were going on uh, Easter break. Uh-huh. I saw Joan Rivers, who was amazing. Oh, cool. Uh, and I saw the guy from uh, from uh, uh, Married with Children, Jefferson Darcy. <laughs> really? Yes. How was that as an interview? Was he solid? Oh, uh, he... fucking great. Yeah. It was great. I mean, I was young and I was, it was, because it was, Kathy Lee was leaving the show later that year. So that's why right. I won again. That was the last episode I, I've ever saw. You had to get a couple more reps on Kathy Lee in there, right? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> definitely. You know, Kelly, not a big Kelly fan. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I grew up with Regis and Kathy Lee and that's sort of always been the standard for me. No, it has to be. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I guess. So what? How old are you saying that I am when I when I got sick? Or like, if I would get sick, like seven, eight year old. No, I'm thinking about. Old? I'm thinking about when I got sick and missed school, which was when I, you know, when I was like, yeah, like ten years old, something like that. And like, okay. what I would do, and what I would do is, I was, I would watch Regis and Kathy Lee, and then I would watch uh, Family Feud at ten o'clock. And then okay. I would transition right into the star of the morning, which was Wheel, um, Wheel of Fortune, which was Price is Right, of course. Yes. And See, I'd, I'd go back and forth between Price is Right and The View. Really? Yeah, I love The View. See, I think the, you're you're younger than I am because The View didn't exist when I was missing school as a young. As a young okay, person. yeah, The View thought yeah, The View was around by the time like I I was like. If I was missing school, I would see it. But Price is Right, a hundred percent. Yeah. And then were you were you a soap opera guy? No, no. And okay. then I'm not sure what I would do in the afternoon. I don't okay. know what. So happened. I would be, I would be doing Days of Our Lives slash Another World. Really? Oh yeah, I was I was addicted to soap operas, especially Days of Our Lives. <laughs> Stefano Damara, Marlena Evans. Bowen Hope, Roman, John, I mean, uh, I know them all. These are the characters? Yeah. Did you miss a lot I mean, of school? Days, <laughs> I used to DVR it every day. Days of Our Lives is one of the greatest shows of all time. I mean, DVR didn't I come out until... Hell, we could do a podcast about Days of Our Lives. I, I don't think I could. <laughs> I don't think I could do that. So, uh, But yeah. So let me ask and you. Sally Jesse Raphael. Right, sure. And then So then, like, for me, like, I would get into the, like, the real gross stuff because it was, like, the 90s. Like, you remember the Richard Bay show? 
Richard Bay is the best show. And then, um, I mean, like, uh, like the early Jerry Springer, but Donahue was still on, Sally Jesse Raphael. Like, I would go through all that stuff, and then my mother would come in, and I would be like, no, I'm not watching that. I'm, you know. Dude, Richard Bay was great. They I would mean, be like uh, mud wrestling. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, everything. I think that show was built for TJ or uh, preteen boys that were <laughs> homesick from school. That was their yeah. like 95% of their audience. And listen, people, for Richard Bay was a pioneer. He, start, he, is, he started the, the Jerry Springers of the world 100%. and now the Maury Povich's of the world. Right. He was from day one the he's, lowest he's common denominator. Super- he superfly Billy Graham. He what? You know, a lot of people what? don't. He's like superfly Billy Graham. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, people don't remember him, but he started the Hulk Hogan and the Flares and the Warriors of the world. Right, right. The The reality is when Jerry Springer started his show, he thought that he was going to be like, he was going to be doing real journalism. And then, <laughs> and then reality set in and a lack of ratings. And then all of a sudden it was... Uh, you know, the daily fist fight, the daily shoe That's fight right. that it became. Uh, uh, Jerry, Jerry Springer in its, in its prime was fucking amazing. You're talking like 1997, <clears throat> 1998? Yes, like when we were in our, like 97 to, to me, 97 to 2001, 2002. But before Steve left and got his own show. Yeah, it was such a beautiful time with everything. It was talk show became really dirty. Wrestling was dirty. Everything was just really dirty. TRL. There was just we were in our like I don't know. Everything about it was amazing. And then we became you know polite again. Is that what happened? Did we become polite again? I don't know. Uh, well, polite in the sense of where I watch wrestling now and it's PG thirteen. You know, and yeah. I get upset about that. I miss ECW, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that is. I didn't watch that. I'm sorry. I'm going on the tailspin, you know. I'm going to be in my house, and I'm just thinking, God. What right. about, and John, have you thought about, like, what happens if, what, what if what if you get the virus? What if you have it right now? Yeah. I had, I was wheezing for two days. I got scared. I mean, honestly, I, my life probably wouldn't change that much. I just wouldn't go to, I wouldn't go to work. I would just work at home and not leave my house and i would probably watch the price is right every day you know that was sort of what i was going for so based on like that ideal childhood sick day how close are you adhering to that now are you watching soap operas are you watching the price is right well believe it or not i actually went out and i bought a tv antenna today so tomorrow yes i will be watching Days of Our Lives. I've been watching Prices Right, and I got it for this fact. I've been, I if we could do an under over of how many times in the last two months I googled coronavirus, right. I think I might have. I think we might hit ten thousand. Wow! I'm serious. If Google actually looked through my phone, they they oh, the the top three would be coronavirus, Riley Reed. What is that thing on my? You know, like <laughs> those would be my top three searches so far of 2020 and 2019. And I was just, I can't keep Googling it. So I figured now I could just keep on channel seven and the news that I need to have, which I think, I do think at this time it is important to have 
you know, a station that you trust, and I've always trusted Eyewitness News. Okay. And, you know, I can keep it on and just feel a little bit more calmer in getting live information. So Does that make sense? It makes sense to me. I mean, uh, I bought one of those antennas, and uh, it worked great for CBS, but uh, other channels not so much. Um so right now, just when you're talking about live events, as we record this on Tuesday night, the number of uh, confirmed coronavirus uh, cases in the United States is 6,423. And we, if we had tests, it would be right. 60,000, 100,000, how much? Well, they don't know, but by tomorrow, uh, they're saying that the number of cases in New York City, which I think... Uh, it doubled today. It's going to double tomorrow and then double again the next day. So we're looking at um, over 30,000 by the end of the week. Crazy. Uh, not to, I don't, you know, I won't, I want at all times to try to keep this life, but a little, you know, we're going to talk about some serious stuff too. When do you think one of us will be affected? I don't mean us. I mean, like, when will we know someone? When will we hear, like, wow, someone we know? in our six degrees is is hazard. Well I think we're we're all gonna know people that have it. And honestly I think there's yes, a really yeah. good I think there's a really good chance that we're we're gonna get it. I, I think that it it's it's probably much more likely that we both get it than we go through and don't have it. I think yeah. it's more about if we know somebody that uh becomes really bad. yeah has to be hospitalized or even worse as a result of of getting it yeah and yeah. you know today they were talking about the number of deaths um being around over two million in the united states yeah, alone yeah. which is insane so <laughs> and uh that's why last week you know i was uh, you know i'm not blaming people and i get it we all deal with stuff our own ways but you know for myself I was very upset by how many people were coming out over the weekend right. to the restaurants and just like not like laughing and not caring about, yeah, we could be both be in an area that we won't get affected, but there's so many people that will be affected by, I feel that selfishness of the last weekend. Yeah, I think so too. And it's also the reason why, you know, like people are going crazy, like, oh, we're going to be on lockdown. It's like, yes, because we, we can't be trusted. So at some point, like when the government is being like, Hey, guys like stop this stop that and people aren't stopping it then yeah they're gonna take every right away <laughs> yeah i mean just i think the the whole so today earlier today it was announced that they may um have a a curfew that is from what was it 8 p.m until 5 a.m yeah so i, I and I'm not sure what that would do because if you walk around on this you know in in brooklyn at nine o'clock at night it is a, you know, it is a ghost town. There is, there are zero people walking around. Um, yeah. And I'm not sure what that would do besides make everyone take this a little bit more seriously. And, you know, also, you know, if there are groups of like teenagers hanging out past that time, the police have a way to, you know, break it up or something. I don't know. Uh, uh, do you think there's a way to maybe like, I don't know if this even works. Like, have us like be like, hey guys, you can't leave this five mile radius or this one mile radius. Like, no, have to... no, they won't no. do that. No. Not not in this country. No. Okay. 
No, but it might. I mean, I don't know if you have any plans in Canada, but you probably can't. Get, maybe before you couldn't get into Canada. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I well, I I I keep thinking like I keep texting my cousins and being like, hey, can we just go up? So we have those houses in Montreal. It's like, can we just go up there for a few more weeks? Like, but again, I wouldn't want to unless we're definitely going to stay on our property. I wouldn't want to go up. You know, like, because these are the things, too, that people are doing. Like, if you're going to go somewhere, like, just stay away from fucking people. Right. Like, stay away. Bring all the shit that you need and stay away from people. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't necessarily think that – I think that we need to just um, – I think that no matter what, I think that the problem is um, going to be a, a major national crisis. And I think yeah. we just need to listen to what uh, the what Dr. Anthony Fauci. Have you seen this guy, Dr. Anthony Fauci? I love him. A paisan. Everyone loves him. The guy is I love him. the guy is widely adored by every single person. I can't tell you how many people are like, you know, that guy that's always standing next to Trump, and then he comes over and he says, "No, that's wrong. Here's what actually needs to happen." Yeah. And I'm and they're like that little guy, and I'm like, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Everyone adores him, and he's he seems incredibly uh, good at his job. <laughs> he well, just... you know, John, behind behind every crisis, there's an Italian. You know. Yeah, no, I know. That. Unfortunately, <laughs> most of the time, it's the wrong side of the crisis. But anyway, <laughs> uh, just like Rick Pitino. Just like you know, Rick Pitino's now the head coach of Iona. Really? Yeah, he just got hired this week. I'm super excited about that. I got a new team to watch. I mean, honestly, he's going to take one of the worst teams, and they're the MAC, right? That's the MAC conference. Yeah, and, and they'll be the best team in three years. And then, and then, and and then they won't be allowed to play for four. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then they'll be censured for four, and he'll be back coaching in uh, Istanbul or something. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. Oh. Fuck Rick. Oh, no. Anyway. Now, John, no, no, keep going. No, what were you going to say? No, no, do the doc, Dr. Fauci, like you said, he's 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 something bad, and Trump, Trump's something too, man. Well, you know what's great is you know, you know, I love how uh, like Fox News is representing the uh, the situation, and they have you know some of their um, their major broadcasters were saying that this was all a, a sham as part of you know some. Some impeachment process, and you know that we didn't that we didn't have to take it seriously. And I mean, it just looks so bad now. And I, well, I but just, now it's now it's now it's it's man made. That was now they changed it here. Yeah, I mean, well, it's not necessarily that it's man made. It's that I mean, it's a problem, and it's going to affect every single person. And if if there'd been a little bit more proactivity, I was talking about this earlier tonight. With my girlfriend, you know, I I don't think it matters who had been president. You know, if Obama was president no. or if, you know, um, uh, I don't know, Superman had been president or it doesn't matter. I think we would be sort of in a very similar position to where we are right now. Just look at other, you know, look at other, you know, major countries like Germany and, you know, the, these countries are in deep shit over there right now and they're saying that two-thirds of their population is going to get it and they're going to have 
way more deaths than they originally predicted and they're in deep trouble and everything's getting locked down and you know even countries that seem to prepare well for stuff like this uh did not prepare well so and it's, you can't prepare for for this it's i mean it's almost it's hard to prepare for it's hard for what to prepare for something of this magnitude. no i don't think there's i don't think there was a way they could have prepared there's for no it. game there's no game plan like yeah. i have a buddy today who was like every hour new york's changing like are we gonna go on lockdown i'm like i won't mention his name but i was like dude they're learning this as they go like it, this isn't like something any of these people have ever dealt with before like so every hour it's yeah if more people come in the hospital like fuck we got to do more like they don't know it's such a ticking time bomb yeah it's crazy i mean we went from in in um a day and a half we went from de blasio saying that there's no way he was going to close the schools to him closing the schools and it went from uh originally they were saying you know two weeks to now over a month and now today they're saying well maybe it's going to be two months you know to think that we're not going to have restaurants, you know, they're saying right now it's going to peak at the beginning of May. So to say that we might not have like restaurants and bars open until June. Oh me, John, I'm scared. I mean, it is scary. It's one of those things, <laughs> but you know, the scariest thing that I've heard so far is the, the liquor store on Columbia street told uh, my girlfriend Maddie today that they were going to, on Thursday, they were going to close for the foreseeable future. The liquor Wait. store, Vinny, this, this is, you know, I thought they were only going to shut down non-essential. I mean, John, the good news is, can we stop making brew? Like, do we have the necessity to stop making stuff? Making what? I bought a, Our own moonshine? I bought a 50-gallon drum of turpentine and a car battery, but I was going to try to make some sort of uh, hand sanitizer. I have, ga I have gasoline in the back of my car. Well, we could either maybe make some moonshine or at least reenact that scene from Tango and Cash. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. I think I scared my landlord today because I saw him. I was just trying to make jokes. And I'm like, hey, listen, Chris, don't worry. Just in case I have gasoline in the back of my car. He's like, what? I got gasoline. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, what's that for? I was like, well, you know, if things get out of hand, and we got to fucking put a fire around this house so no one comes over here. I think I, I, think I scared him a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds pretty scary. That sounds like something you shouldn't. I was say. in, I was in Models and I picked up a bat today. <laughs> is Models still open? I thought Models. It open. is. And guess what? Bats are twenty percent off. John, go get one. Well, go now's the time. Water. Now's the time. To get do they have any with the nails already driven through it, or am I gonna have to do that myself? You have to do it yourself. <laughs> Rats. So what I did is I ordered some barbed wire on Amazon. Good and. Yeah. And I got the baseball bat. <laughs> right. Oh, that's a terrible idea. I can just picture you watching Days of Our Lives in your underwear clutching a baseball bat. <laughs> I mean, I've already made my end of the end of the world playlist, so that's off my bucket list. Um, now we just gotta, you know, I gotta keep. You just gotta keep yourself uh, going. My mom, my mom was very nice. She gave me uh, some reading books. Oh yeah. Now this was this was a couple of weeks ago because I haven't seen my mom in three weeks already because I just I've been I think we we've, we've talked that I was it's the first thing I've ever been right about in my life this fucking whole thing I was wearing gloves two weeks ago yeah you were I was very yeah, like I was I was going insane a month ago because I felt 
I was like I said, I Googled it more times than anyone in the world. Yeah, I was in the bar and, and a guy uh, at the end of the bar coughed and I saw you actually climb up the wall. It was really yeah, incredible. I did. <laughs> I did. So my mom gave me some light reading and I went through my trunk today to look at it and she gave me all the fifty shades of gray books <laughs> to read. I actually put a, a post of it on uh, Instagram because I was just like, wow, thanks, Mom. So how well, are I'm they? Older, I'm, like, I'm like, Mom, what the fuck? Why are you giving me shit? <laughs> She's like, oh, I never got to see the movies, but those books were fantastic. Wow. I don't know. Should you buy your mom those movies? Should you send her those DVDs? It's basically uh, maybe, softcore porn. Maybe. I mean, she's, I mean, she's going to be locked up for so long. Maybe I should buy those for her. Hey, Ma, here's the trilogy of Fifty Shades of Grey. Go knock yourself out. <laughs> Vinny, why don't you visit? Uh, you know what? Here's some DVDs. I don't want to get you uh, sick. Well, she was like, if you want, if I know you're not going to have money and I don't go off good, the rent, she's like, you can come live with me. And I was like, Ma, one, one, if I come to live with you right now, I might kill you because of I could have it. I mean, there's a good chance I have it, right? right. I'm not saying that, right. like, I've been around so many people. We live in Brooklyn. I'd probably have it. Uh, and I'm like, two, if I don't have it, and we live together for more than 12 days or 14 days together, and I can't leave the house, I'm going to strangle you. Yeah. Like, like, this, like, this isn't going to work out. You're going to be dead either way. <laughs> that's the thing you know i was thinking about this like you know you remember like, after... are you and maddie's relationship i know maddie's right there like are you guys gonna be able to get through 21 days together i think divorce rates are gonna go skyrocket i, I was just I gonna say friend... after world war ii there was like a there was a baby boom when everybody came home and they were really happy to huh? see each other i think this is going to be the exact opposite i think we're gonna see <laughs> I think we're gonna see families not started but just torn apart <laughs> Dude, i'm not gonna i won't name names but i had someone today be like uh the first day me uh me and my significant other got into a fight and it was like i don't think our relationship is strong enough to last to last through like two or three weeks of this shit <laughs> yeah i mean i keep having conversations like uh you know what we're gonna watch on tv and it's oh, you guys like, need to, you need to go out and get another TV right tomorrow to save that relationship. I, it might it, honestly, that's not a bad idea, but I got then I got to get a whole other cable box. I only have one cable box. Just go get an antenna, so at least you have you can put your video games on it, John. You don't have a PlayStation or something? You know, I have a PlayStation that I I could uh, I could get out and. Dude, I don't hook have any, that. Hook it up. Hook yeah. it up, get a TV. For you and Maddie, I think it'd be important that you guys could have a separate space. Yeah, that that might not be a bad idea. You know, I'm very fortunate that my roommate and I, like, we live together, but we're never, like, we don't bother each other, so at least we'll we'll be okay. You guys have separate zones? We have separate zones. We, we, it's pretty good. It's a very nice separate zone. So, I have my two rooms. She has hers. We're very happy. So let me ask you this. What are you watching uh, with all this time on your hands now? Are there any TV shows I feel like we need to do as, I, as a service to our uh, our listener? <laughs> we need to yeah. <laughs> talk I, about I've what started Cheers. I've started Cheers again. Oh, nice. The greatest sitcom of all time. It's really good. It's, it's the greatest of all time. Uh, 
Uh, there is no no other one as good. And it, do you know it started as it was the the worst great TV show on the Nielsen ratings when it first started the first year. Which is crazy because it was the worst rated show for a season. Yes. And it still got another season. But, the, 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 the people, the guy in charge of, C, of NBC at the time really believed in the show. Right. And it, it worked out in his favor. And uh, that show is interesting because it didn't, be, it didn't make it to number one until season nine. Right. So it just shows like how great that show was, and it just kept building and building and building and building and building. I mean, the early se- the first season isn't. I mean, it's interesting to watch just because of how good it gets eventually. But the yeah. first season isn't great. I mean, the the thing that's great well, is uh, Sam is always is always great, and Coach is always great. Coach like, is great, but also it's what's interesting about the first season is. All of those characters are—they are trying to learn their character. Right. But from the first episode, Shelley Long knew her character. A hundred percent. she's playing herself. They needed, and thankfully, you know, that show became a great show when she left. Same as I mean, I think Coach is the greatest sitcom character of all time. But Wood and is I'm, pretty I'm good. taking this—I'm taking this from Bill Simmons. Uh, the show didn't become a great sitcom until Woody came up. Woody's the best. Woody's, Woody's fantastic. Best, I mean, I, here's the thing: what? when you say when you say it's not good until uh, after uh, Shelley Long leaves, when Sam and Diane have that fight in his office, oh, right great. before. I mean, that is one of the great sitcom scenes ever. It's yeah, a it's and a it's, fantastic scene, and when it ends, and he was like, "As you are you as turned on as I am right now?" And she's like, "More, and more, they, yeah." What a fucking great scene that is. And they're and listen, the let's two not of them forget, so good together. And let's not forget, Frasier Crane is one of the greatest characters of all time. And he didn't come on until season three. And his character's progression to me is one of my favorites. Because he starts off as like a guy you don't not that you don't like, but you know, he's Sam's Sam's Foil. rival. Right. He's a, you know? he's a two dimensional like nerd that Diane is yeah. with. And yeah. then, as yeah. the as the show progresses, you know, him and Stan become best friends. Yeah, and it's just watching his progression, and then my character wound up doing another eleven years on Frasier. Yeah, like plus just, Lilith is such a good oh character. God. She, well, I mean, I mean Bibi Newell. Bibi Newell is she's, one of the greatest actresses. She's amazing Broadway. in that show, she's and amazing. they run the whole gamut. And he, like, they have they date. They get married, they have a kid, they get divorced. Like, it is phenomenal what happens over the course of that show. It is so with Frasier. Frasier is great. I mean, talk about reliable one-liners. He is so funny on that show. Oh, dude, it's, it's, it's such a great show. Uh, so I'm watching that. That's all I've been watching so far. I've been staying away. I'm going to start Westworld again. Yeah, you know I, what? I have yeah. a few... I have a few episodes of Curb and Avenue 5 that I need to catch up on. And Curb has been one of the best seasons since no, it's I been great. I mean, it's been really strong. The last episode, I mean, actually, I don't want to spoil it, but the last no, episode, no, you can, it's been really you good. And, uh, I mean, the, the season that I think of is the one where, um, 
with Buckner and the one where he has the uh, he and Rosie O'Donnell are dating the same woman, and then New York City when he's in New York City when he's in New York City that season is yeah. so funny. He doesn't get into the Hall of Fame because he's doping. I mean, <laughs> that season is yeah. so good. Um, yeah. Plus, I love him and Rosie O'Donnell uh, fighting over the same uh, woman. I mean, God, that was so funny. Um, you know what I've been watching that I think is fantastic is this show, and I have never been into anything associated with racing, like car racing in any way. But on Netflix, mm-hmm. there's a show called Formula One Drive to Survive. Okay. You got to watch this show. It's a fantastic show. It follows um, sort of the the first season. They follow sort of the middle teams um, that are in Formula One racing. There's only 20 race car drivers in Formula One. Um, yeah. It's like incredibly difficult to get, they call it to get a seat. Um, and it's such a great show. Like people are getting fired. Uh, the, the crazy thing about it is it's really like there's only a few teams that are have they have like the fastest cars, so the rest of the people aren't really competing as consistently. But every once in a while, somebody wins a race who nobody expects to win a race. It's really good. You got to check it out. And the watching these guys that are super competitive. I mean, there's like you know fights after the race. There's you know these guys are completely candid all the time. They get fired all the time, right in the middle of the season. You got to check this out. It's a great show. I'm definitely going to look it out. I mean, it's going to, we're going to have so much on our hands. And I've already been uh, proactive. And I'm very happy in these last few days that I've been calling a lot of people. You know, because you know me, I don't fucking talk to anyone. And I was just like, you know what? I've been calling my mom, my aunts, my friends. And just starting that again. I think. I really listen. Things are gonna get fucking dark here, and we're gonna yeah. see stuff we don't like. But I do think this could also really be a nice. I don't want to see people die, obviously. But maybe if we once once we're going to have to accept that it, that's just a formality, and whoever does make it, if we could reset and become a better like better people, and maybe start slowing things down. Like you know, I'm calling people again, and I'm trying to like interact, and I think that's that's a good thing. That it, it shouldn't have taken this to get there, but, you know, it's it's a start. I think that's 100% correct, and I think that that's a good note for us to end on. A very positive note from Vinny. Who would have fucking thought? Uh, so thanks for listening. Um, we're going to keep doing these, uh, right, Vinny? We're going to try to do at least one Let's a week. do it every night. Oh, Every night. Listen, right? <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing to do. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk about how frequently we can put them out. But uh, I can't. I definitely can't do it every night. Um, but in the meantime, um, you heard it from Vinny. Watch Cheers, and you heard it from me. Watch Formula One: Drive to Survive on Netflix. And uh, go to Models uh, and get it back. Yeah, go to, go to Models and order from your local restaurant. Uh, and we will see you when we see you, uh, which we'll probably won't see anybody soon, but, <laughs> <laughs> but you'll hear from us when you hear from us. Thanks for listening uh, to another episode of uh, Quarantined. If I was a betting man!